You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 209 with Marcy McKenna. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Marcy on the show today. If you've ever thought about inventing, or if you are that person that has so many ideas, this is the show for you. If you have friends that always have amazing ideas, make sure to share this episode with them because Marcy's coming on the show today to talk about her journey, how she started, and she shares with us how she has a travel line on HSN and what that looked like to start from the very beginning and where she is today. And she is super passionate about helping moms become inventors. And, you know, she's just talking about like how it's a male dominated world right now. And that it's very easy to feel overwhelmed and just kind of feel like you don't know what to do. Like, do you need a patent? Is it worth the money for the patent? And um, how do you make a prototype? Is a prototype important? So um, all these things that if you have ideas and you want to make them come to life, this is the perfect episode. So I hope you guys feel really inspired and encouraged um, to really get your ideas out there and don't just keep them in a binder. All right. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Marcy, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Hi, Amber. Thank you so much for having me. Very excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here as well. Um, So I like to start off every show with an icebreaker on travel. I am a travel agent and I am really hoping that I'm going to be able to start sending people places again very soon. Um, But I do like asking my guests because we're in COVID, um, where is the the place that you most want to go to um, when you are ready to travel again and why? Oh, that's an interesting one. I love to travel. Um, I have so many favorite places, but I have to say during COVID, um, what I thought a lot about, what I miss, I do love cruises Mm, and, um, especially with kids, it just, it's It's so nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So easy. So easy. And I have, um, my middle child is actually special needs and he is probably the biggest Disney fan on the planet. Mm. Literally actually just started his own Disney YouTube channel. I love it. Um, but I went on a Disney cruise with him about a year ago and oh my gosh, it was so wonderful. Yeah. Seeing it through his eyes, especially was just the, you know, the experience of a lifetime. And I long to go back and do that again. And I think with COVID, you know, of course, cruising shut down Mm. completely. Yeah. Um, So there was that part of me that thought, I wonder if cruises will ever happen again. So when it's all over, I hope it all happens again. And it was just he and I that went on that cruise together. And I would love to go back with with my whole family. That's awesome. I love um, I do. I love cruises, too. And um, Disney Cruise does an amazing cruise. My daughters went when they were little and my youngest because she was so little. She just turned three. And when she went on that cruise, she's six now. And she's just like, I want to go back. And I mean, they love that Goofy was walking around in his pajamas. I mean, it was just it was so great. And, you know, my oldest, she was so sad when we had to get off. And I'm just like, I wish we could do this all the time. But, um, you know, it costs money. And now we're dealing with COVID. But it is they do such a great job of, um, you know, customer service and all that kind of stuff. So it will be interesting to see what happens in regards to cruises. That's for sure. Yes, yes. Very, I'm very interested to see how that goes. And I have to say, the other thing about Disney cruises, I think everybody thinks of them for kids, but oh, no. I'm Mm-mm. shocked mm-hmm. at how many adults were yes. on without kids. Right. Because they do an amazing job for both. Yes. It's yeah. just kind of the perfect combo vacation yeah. for a 
because you can have your adult time, but then the kids are thrilled. It's, I mean, it's great. It is great. Okay. So how about you share a little bit more about yourself, your name, where you live, how many kids you have and their ages? Okay. I am Marcy McKenna and um, I currently live in Newport Beach, California, which is Southern Cal um, in between really kind of halfway in between LA and San Diego. Um, And I grew up in a town just about 10 minutes away, 10, 15 minutes away called Laguna Beach, which is um, Mm -hmm. a wonderful little vacation town actually. Um, And I have three kids. One of them, my oldest is, um, I just took him to college uh, a month or so ago, um, and he's getting ready to turn 20 next week. And then my middle child um, is 17, and he's the one I went on the Disney cruise with. And then my daughter is 14. Awesome. Yeah, I love Laguna Beach. Um, One one of the years we had drove from LA down to San Diego and um, spent time in Del Mar, and we stopped in Laguna, and I really want to go back. Uh, I had done um, more middle California to San Francisco, um, five years ago. And that was really fun going to Big Sur and Monterey and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. So, uh, you could just spend so much time there. I mean, but the fires, it's so awful. All the fires that are going on. It's so sad. It's heartbreaking. And some of the, some of the most special hotels slash resorts that have just been burned to the ground. It's so sad. it, It really is. It is. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Marcy, how about you share with us um, a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today? Um, you know, I, I would just like to catch the listeners up to speed to um, what you do, and and then it'll make sense um, why you came on the show today. Sure. Um, so I'm trying to come up with a some kind of new fancy name for what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, at its core, I am a nerdy inventor. So I um, I was actually born into a family of inventors. So um, coming up with solutions for problems that, you know, from there become products on the store shelf has been sort of a, a way of life for me as long as I can remember. Um, but it wasn't until about 10 years ago that I actually decided to um, make a go at it as a career. And that was when, um, my husband's business, my husband's a screenwriter and his business took a turn when the, um, the writer's guild, uh, went on strike. And Mm. so it was kind of a scary time for us not knowing how long that strike was going to last. And I thought, gosh, um, I was a stay at home mom and I thought we, you know, we need to have a safety net. So it's high time that, um, I take one of my inventions. I, I had, created um, sort of a a white binder of all of my ideas because my mind is just always spinning with, you know, there's got to be a better way to do that. There's got to be, you know, always coming up with ideas. So I just have been over the years tucking them away in my white binder. And when um, the Writers Guild strike happened, I took out that binder and I said, of all of these ideas, what's the one that I think can make it and and can really, I can build a business around. And so, um, Simultaneously at that time, I was online one night, late, late at night, and I came across a um, a casting or a search for a female inventor show that Kelly Ripa was doing in conjunction with HSN. And that product that I had pulled out of my white binder, I thought, oh my gosh, this was serendipity. You know, this was yeah. made for HSN and um, I love Kelly Ripa and what a fun adventure. Why not? 
Um, I came to find out that the casting was closing the very next day. And I thought, oh, I missed my opportunity. And, um, but I tracked down the producers and I begged for another day and they said, fine. So I <laughs> sent it in, overnighted it. And sure enough, I got on the show. And long story short, I ended up becoming the winning adventure on Kelly Ripa's Homemade Millionaire. That is awesome. And, um, yeah, it was so much fun. And from there, it really, you know, it opened the door to HSN. So um, the win, the winner of the show got to launch her product live on HSN. So I went on television and sold the product. Um, and I had so much fun doing that and kind of kind of found a love for home shopping and in that whole world. So I um, once again went back to my binder and just continued to develop these product ideas and um, it was a lot of trial and error. I learned learned as I went, and here I am 10 years later, and I have a full product line on HSN um, and a lot of other exciting things in the works. So let me ask you, and, on the show with Kelly Ripa, what was the product that you um, brought to the show? That product was called the Style & Go Hair Care Valet. And what it was, and it was, you know, born out of my own need, um, it was a wall-mounted cabinet, just kind of like a medicine cabinet that you hang on your wall, but it had a built-in power source and mm. and full organizational components so that you store your hair care appliances the same place you use them. And it had a whole cord compartment, so all those messy cords that are, you know, strewn all over our bathroom counters were all, you know, meticulously organized inside this cabinet. You open the door, your apply your hair appliances turn on, you dry your hair, curl your hair, whatever, you know, whatever you do. Um, and then when you put them away and you close the door, everything powers down and you're off and your bathroom counters. That's nice. The whistle and yeah. So that was that was the first one. That is really cool. So, okay. So let's jump into, um, let's go a little bit forward here. And okay. um, I want to talk about patents because this isn't a topic that I feel like a lot of moms talk about. And um, and that's why I want to talk about it because I just think that there's a lot of moms that have amazing ideas out there and they just really don't know how to go about them. And, um, you know, they may be thinking, gosh, you know, I have these great ideas. I just don't know how to move forward. Um, and, you know, for you too, especially being um, California, that might help a little bit. Or did you go to New York for that since Kelly Rupp is in New York? Or was we she in California at the York. time? Okay. Yeah, we filmed in She New York. was in New York. Okay. So, um, so I want you to kind of walk us through the process um, in regards to um, helping moms that um, have all these amazing ideas, but they're just kind of sitting like in a binder, right? Or a desk drawer or a notebook. Oh, yeah. um, what is your thoughts on helping moms move that ball forward and, and getting that going and, and seeing where it can go? Such a good question. And I'm so glad to be on your show talking to moms um, because you hit the nail on the head. Moms have some of the very best ideas out there. I mean, nobody deals with more little annoyances and problems and, you know, everyday issues than, mm -hmm. than we do as moms. And right. so that's why we're always coming up with such great solutions. Um, during COVID, I actually came across a statistic that floored me. And I kind of began sort of a passion project. Um, and that statistic is that only 4% of patents that are filed in America are done so by women. Mm, wow. I couldn't believe that. But there's the, something that I, I really wanted to kind of sit with that and think about that. And, you know, I believe in patents for certain 
cases. There's certain times when a patent is definitely appropriate. Um, most of the time, they're they're not necessary, and they can cost a lot of money. And um, you know, a patent is only as good as um, the amount of money you have to back it up if if somebody should knock you off. So, you know, a lot of times that would be a big giant company with very deep pockets willing to spend millions and millions of dollars um, to fight you in court. And do you have millions and millions of dollars to back it up? So so that's kind of an interesting um, thing. You know, that's almost a whole nother show. Um, but in addition to that 4% statistic of the patents being filed, I dug deeper and um, I wanted to know how many how many females just have come up with products that are in the marketplace versus male? And I found um, that the the statistic that's being published is 12%. So again, I'm just thinking, my gosh, we have so many great ideas, but why aren't why aren't we doing it? And I I really there's a a lot of answers to that question. I, I think um, I think we're afraid. I think we're afraid of the process. I think you see a lot of um, inventor submission companies and you hear how people get ripped off and they ask for money up front. And so uh, I think that's a scary, kind of daunting thing. Um, it is a very male-dominated world. So when I was first starting out and I was meeting with different companies with my idea, I um, you know, felt very intimidated by that. I also felt fearful that someone would steal my idea and how do I protect myself? Um, the, the other thing that I think really stops women is that we're such perfectionists that um, I think a lot of women get started on an idea and think, oh, I'm going to turn this into a product. And then it never happens because we need to feel like it has to be absolutely perfect before we right. put, put our yep. foot on the gas pedal yeah. for real. Where men are, are, you know, a little less More risk so takers. That gonna, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. they're going to risk and they're going to go for it. And if it happens, you know, if it fails, oh, well, they keep so moving. I think that stops us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. And then also funds, you know, I think we're afraid that it's going to cost a lot of money. We don't have that money right now. And so anyway, what, what I kind of wanted to do was empower women to take that risk, to take that leap and, you know, to kind of teach women that it doesn't have to be so daunting. It doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg to get your idea to a point where you can validate it and find out, yeah, HSN wants this, or yeah, I can get this on the store shelf at Bed Bath & Beyond. So um, there's a kind of a process that I go through every time I have an idea, which is a lot. Um, and I, you know, I want to share that with women everywhere so that, so that I can kind of jumpstart all these great minds that are coming up with ideas and, and get people going in, in that direction. Right. So to your, you know, just kind of a high level of, of right, what yeah. that looks like for me is when I have an idea, first of all, <laughs> I always force myself. I, this is sort of a new thing. I, I wish I would have done this a long time ago, but I do a 48 hour waiting period because I have so many ideas. And when I come up with one, I think it is the greatest thing since <laughs> bread. I'm positive it's going to be a million. Yeah. And then two days later, I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, why right. did I think that would actually sell? So I think a 48 hour <laughs> waiting period is always good. Um, and then it's just validating the idea in terms of looking at the marketplace and is it already out there? And so there are all kinds of um, online search mechanisms to find out if it exists. Number one, if it does exist, is it patented? 
Um, if it doesn't exist, is it patentable? So there's so many online resources that make it so easy to do that and it doesn't cost a dime. And guess what? If it does already exist, that doesn't mean you can't do it because if you hadn't heard of it before, then probably most people haven't and it either isn't being marketed right or, or people don't a have a need better. Right. You know, yeah. So, I mean, some of the greatest products out there are really just better mousetraps. You know, yeah, it's, it's right. a product that exists, but, you've, but somebody came in, made it better, marketed it better. So um, a lot of people, once they see, oh, it already exists. So they turn right. their computer off and they're done. Um, but then from there, how do you protect yourself? And then there, there are some very simple, free ways to do that. Everything, again, is online um, and easily accessible. And you can go to my website if anyone is going down that path. And um, I have sort of a little black book of um, uh, resources for female inventors that has all of this information. So, you know, so you yeah, can, we can put that in the show notes, too. Yeah, definitely. And it's free. I just want you guys to have it. Um, so then protecting yourself before you're you're putting it out there. And then the question a lot of people ask is, um, do I need a prototype? And a lot of times, most of t- most of the time, you do because you want to you want proof of concept. Does this thing work? Um, you know, and it, is my idea? Have I figured it all out, or do I need to tweak it to make it work better? But you don't need to spend a lot of money at all. This is something that you can make in your your garage with things around the house. And if you need more than that, or if you're not comfortable doing that, you can go to a local college. And like with my style and go, I went to a little city college nearby and I went to the woodworking department and I I found out that I said, is there a student that might be willing to help me with my prototype? I didn't have a lot of money to spend on it. So he literally did it. I I, I ended up paying him, I think, a hundred dollars cash or something, but he was going to do it for free. Um, So there's all kinds of people that would love to do that to get the experience. Yeah, that is really cool. I was going to ask you too, because I want, I, I, I probably should have asked you this before. So, um, share with us too. So that gives the the, um, listeners some context. Um, cause you're currently on, you are on, you are on HSN right now, or it's not, is it QVC? Can you tell us what happened with, did QVC and HSN merge? They did. They did. Okay. Um, Which I didn't realize. They're under one umbrella, but they keep separate identities. So they oh, still, okay. you know, they do have um, two kind of different audiences and um, different product assortment. Like I can't be on HSN and QVC at the same time. Oh, you, you know, sure. It's one or the other. There yeah. are some major brands that cross over the, the two. Yeah. Um, but right now they're, they operate very separate. individually. Okay. Yeah. So how about you share with us what you have on HSN right now that you've created? Okay, so, um, and this has been interesting during COVID. Um, I ended up there, there's a long story to how I got here, but I ended up, ironically, um, launching a line of travel products called Travel Essentials by Marcy McKenna. So it is, I'm very much into organizing. I love all things organized. So I kind of took the travel category, and my goal was to not only make it meticulously organized so that you can enjoy your trip more and, you know, just taking the hassle out of travel, right. but wanting to do it in a really fashion forward sort of elegant way. And so it, it my line is everything from luggage to beauty cases, um, uh, jewelry cases. I have a travel mirror. Um, a lot of my products, I have a, a sort of ultimate travel tote. 
Um, I have what's called a baggage butler that is an all-in-one organizational solution for your luggage that is a accessory for your own existing suitcase. That's cool. Uh, yeah, whole whole line of sort of travel organizational products. But with COVID, as we've all had a, to sort of pivot <laughs> in our businesses, yeah. yep. um, I started looking at my product line. And short of the luggage, yeah, almost every product that I create is just as much for home as it is for travel. Sure. And so really just kind of re-messaging that. And I, I launched a beauty case a couple months ago that's been my bestseller hands down. And HSN and I were kind of hesitant because we thought, well, is anyone going to buy something related to travel during COVID? But what I realized is this isn't a travel product. This really is an all-in-one solution for streamlining your entire beauty routine. So it organizes on one side is for your skincare and on the other side is for all of your makeup. And it's in this beautiful case that looks stunning on your countertop. And suddenly it's a home product. It's not a travel product. But oh, by the way, thank goodness when, you know, when we do get back to traveling, it is a great solution to take with you as well. Yeah, I agree. And you know, the thing is people, a lot of people are still doing road trips and um, doing those kind of things, which you do need those kind of things to throw in a weekend bag or whatever. And, um, you know, even if you're just going to stay at your parents or somewhere like that, you know, you still need to put that stuff, you don't want it all over the place. And so um, I do think those organizing, um, you know, bags and all that stuff come in handy. Um, even if you're not traveling, traveling internationally or on a huge trip, just even a one night stay, you know, so that, um, you know, I don't know. I, I like that too. I like the idea of organizing and having things all together and, and it's easy to find. You're not like just digging at the bottom of your bag for something, you know? Yes. Yep. And to your point, I, I just this morning drove in from Palm Desert, which is yep. an hour and a half away. So I do that a lot. Um, you know, the, those road trips, but yeah. even going to the gym, yes. you know, I don't, yeah. I look at travel as something that we do every day. It's right. really, when I think of a tra travel products, it's anything, you know, whether you're going to the gym or to the office or to your best friend's house or to an overnight at, you know, wherever Right. it's, it's having solutions to take our things with us. Um, wherever we're going. And I like creating products that make that process easy. So if it's organized at home and I can just zip it up and take it with me, I don't have to worry about packing and unpacking all these little, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that's that's kind of my goal with my products is making that whole process hassle-free, seamless, um, giving you that kind of wonderful feeling of everything's organized, everything, there's a place for everything and everything in its place. Yeah, I love that. I wanted to circle back because I kind of like cut you off at the patent because I wanted people to know actually what you currently have on the market now. Um, so why I wanted you to explain that? Because here's the thing. So people are probably thinking, okay, wow, she created luggage. She created all these things in a travel mirror. And I can only imagine that moms are thinking, okay, well, how in the world do you even start that? Like, like, for example, mm -hmm. if I were to be like, oh, I really want to make a suitcase. I mean, I wouldn't have no idea how I would come up with a suitcase or if right. I'm like, yeah, and I want to, it's like, where am I getting the material or who am I even talking to? Um, even if I had the most amazing idea. So I guess, um, I mean, we only have so much time. So I guess in this sense, like 
Is it because you were already connected to HSN and then they were coming to you and you were able to come up with a prototype or did you come up with this suitcase and all this stuff separately? And then you did have, so this is going to be a two-part question. So, and then did you bring that to HSN? Now, if you had no connections at all, I do want to address this because I could see people thinking, okay, so I don't have any connection to HSN or anything like that. And I don't even know how I would even make this prototype of a suitcase. I guess you could do a 3D printer. I have no idea. So this is where I want you to be able to um, (laughs) dive in a little bit. Um, Like you said, we could have like a whole different show on all these different topics Um, because I don't want to leave the listeners completely like, okay, great. That's great. She did it. But I have no idea how I would even move forward to get this process going. Right. Yes. These are all amazing questions. Um, And I think probably to the average person on the outside looking in, oh, it was so easy for her. She probably had tons of money and she probably, you know, yeah, she won this reality show. So it must have been so easy. So not the case at all. Um, But through my trial and error over the years, I really have simplified the process to where it can be easy for anyone. And I'm thinking about even creating a course to, to teach women how to do this. Cause to your point, we, you can't possibly cover it in a right. one podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. but let me just take you through a couple more steps sure. to, to kind of give you that, those kind of concrete actionable steps that I have taken. So to answer your question, um, no, it was not done all through HSN. In fact, none of it was, it was me on my own. Um, I I've met some people through HSN that I picked their brains in, in case. Uh, I mean, in fact, one of them was Joy Mangano, who a lot of, you know, of, um, she, there was that movie joy that was about her that, um, Oh gosh, Jessica Lawrence played. Am I saying that right? Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With the hanger, the huggable hangers. And well, she did it. The movie was about the mop, I think, right? The mop. Yeah. Something about the mop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Um, she's amazing. I mean, her name is synonymous with HSN. So, so she was like a a bit of a mentor to me. So that was great. Um, but what I essentially did is because I didn't have the funding behind me to do all of this. What I, what I did was a shortcut. I would come up with ideas. I would sketch it on paper, on a cocktail napkin, whatever it was. And then I found a company that would create, create for me Again, you know, going back to the the prototype, you know, in on some of my inventions, I would hand make a prototype. Um, but most of the time, I used a company that created photorealistic three d renderings of my idea. So, in other words, they took my idea and made it look like a real product that existed on the store shelf. And so from there, um, in fact, the first one I did with that was called the polish parlor. And that was a nail polish, sort of an organizing, um, rotating carousel of sorts that organizes all your polish and all your um, tools and accessories, cotton, you name it. And um, after working with this company, I, I was floored. I couldn't believe it looked like my product existed. And from there, I created a spell sheet, um, learned how to do that and made it very compelling, talking about the, the features and benefits, essentially a one page cell sheet. And I did some research and found out how to get that in front of the right buyers. Um, did I have an in at HSN to get that in front of the right buyer there? Yes, I definitely had that from the show, but I don't think I needed it in, in hindsight. It's, you know, it does take some digging, but again, these are resources that I want to just give to people that are inspired to take an idea and make it happen. Um, and, you know, digging who's the buyer at Bed Bath & Beyond to get in front of, who who's that container store. And, and just with that, 
getting it in front of buyers, I got some yeses. People loved it. And so from there, then it was like, oh, geez, now I actually got to turn this into a real product. But because that 3D rendering was so detailed, I was then able to start doing some research and finding sourcing partners um, at this time in China that could actually do this and believed in the product and would create a, a true sample for me that I could actually touch, feel, use, um, film. I believe hugely in having a product video to sell mm. a product to a, to a buyer or a buying yeah. team. And again, you can do all of that before you have a real product that can ship. And so many people make the mistake of, oh, I, I, I've got to have a warehouse full of product before I can get this in front of anybody. Then that's not the case. So my goal with all my products and my goal with helping any of you out there would be to teach you how to not spend a lot of money, not spend too much time before you get it in front of the right people to find out if this thing is actually going to go. Are people going to buy it? And if they are, you have that validation. You have those pre-orders of people saying, yes, and this is how many units I would buy when it's ready to ship. From there, you can go to the factories in China and get costing and you know learn all the nuts and bolts of working with those factories. And, you know, that's an area I can help with as well. Um, but that's again, another show. Right. And, um, <laughs> and then, and then get it shipped to who's ever interested. And there you go. Yeah, that is awesome. Now, are you, you said you're, you're thinking about coming up with something, um, uh, launching, I don't know, um, uh, either, is it going to be like a course or a membership or something like that where people can go to, um, to kind of, you know, well, have you teach them? I'm still really toying with it. So yeah. what I did, because I have so many um, people, mostly females, um, yeah. reaching out to me asking, you know, I have this great idea. Where do I start? What do I do? Um, and so for me to work with each one of them individually would yeah. take so much time. Yes. And so I went ahead and um, I put a tab up on my website that's oh, just cool. for inventors. And you yeah. can click tab and that takes you to what I'm calling the inventors hub. Love it. And it's really a place where you can, you know, you can download some of the things I've talked about, but you can sign up just to be a part of the community. There's not a cost to it. It's just wanting to create this safe haven for people yeah. with ideas where they're yeah. not intimidated by people trying to ask for money up front to go market your idea and, right. you know, just a safe place. Like and then it. from there kind of I think as I learn what people's needs are, I probably will eventually Create come out something. with yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, something where I can speak to the masses with it and, yeah. and help a lot of people at one time. Yeah. Well, I'll put that in the show notes. So make sure that I have that link um, to that tab. That would be great. So that I, we're not just leaving everybody going, uh, where do we go? Because that is perfect to send yes. them to that community. Um, so Marcy, we're almost at the end of the show. Is there anything else that you wanted to add that I didn't touch on um, that we didn't want to leave the listeners just kind of hanging there um, in regards to what we just talked about? Um, let's see. Gosh, you know, um, I guess I would say I know there's a lot of information. There's so much. I know I don't even know <laughs> with it. But um, you know, I think a lot of people also have already launched products and I think some products some women end up sort of kind of walking away from it because it's just not making money. And I just think um right now, I, I just think there's never been a better time to number one, invent products. 
And number two, if you do have a product and it's just kind of chugging along, right. there are so many ways to kickstart it and get it going again and, and really create a profitable business around a product. If you've already done the legwork, if it's already out there, why not you know, find ways to sort of reinvent it from a marketing standpoint with social media and Gosh, there's, you know, so many um, inventor competitions out there and so many resources to help, you know, women specifically. Um, yeah. And I can't remember if I've already, did I already touch on the um, the Little Black Book for Female you Innovators? You did briefly, but if you wanted to go a little bit more in detail, you feel free to do that. Yeah, because I just, um, over the years, I have come across so many um, great resources out there that Gosh, I wish someone had given me a list when I first started out because it would help so much. There is a new um, site I learned about called fundreamer.com that I think is phenomenal. And it's a crowdfunding site, a lot like Kickstarter. Yeah. Um, And I, you know, I have no tie to them at all. I just think they're cool. I wanted to let you guys know about it, but it's specifically for women. Oh, nice. Uh, So, yeah, it's a place where women can go and do crowdfunding for their idea or their product. And they give you a bunch of resources as well. They offer, you know, everything from social media help to product video help, um, all kinds of different resources. So I thought that was really cool. Um, So just to kind of highlight just a couple other things is we've talked about patents, um, which is actually, I have to say, one of the biggest mistakes people make in inventing is they jump to do a patent way too soon and spend a ton of money on a patent. And it's usually that shouldn't come till way later in the process. But if and when you do get to that point, women um, and men are intimidated by how much money it can cost. Um, The US uh, USPTO, Patent and Trademark Office, um, has a program that is a legal pro bono program. Mm. And it used to be specifically for women. I'm not sure if it's for men now as well, but they will help you write at no charge, will help you write the patent and walk you through that whole process. Wow. So that's a great resource for people. Um, but again, that's a. I have a free download on my website. You can go there. You can get all of these resources there. Um, there's just so much out there. And so, like I said, I just think there's never been a better time to take that idea and turn it into a product and, you know, ideally a profitable long-term business. Yeah, that, that all sounds great. And it's exciting, especially for the people that are sitting out there with some pretty amazing ideas. So, um, I, I definitely recommend you guys to check out the show notes, go to the links and, um, reach out to Marcy. Um, Marcy, thank you so much for coming on the show. This is very eye-opening, and it was super, um, you know, inspiring to just kind of hear your journey and to kind of know what's out there, because I think it's so easy to get paralyzed and not do anything. Um, so I think listening to someone, especially a mom, um, do it. And it it just kind of gives, um, I feel like people, um, encouragement to be like, you know what, I can do this too. So I appreciate you coming on the show. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. I enjoyed it. Hey, you guys, have you subscribed to the mom inspired show email list yet? If you want to have discounts sent to your email and links to the books we discuss on the show, as well as all the guests information, then you will want to subscribe. That way, every episode will show up in your inbox every Tuesday and you won't have to go searching for the newest episode. It will be right at your fingertips. So just go to mominspiredshow.com and scroll down and enter your name and email and you will be all set. See you next week.